Hi there, it's me and the Animal Intuitive. This episode is going to be a great one for those of you who are interested in getting a better understanding about the process of animal communication, really just going straight to the core of it. And I also demonstrate animal communication with my dog Cheyenne. She's a bit of a Jersey girl. So I wanted to mention these episodes first are up on YouTube, which many of you know, but just for those of you who don't. And while they are a bit out of order right now as far as what has been posted on YouTube compared to what's on the podcast. I just wanted to let you know that I am trying to play catch up and get them all loaded up to the the podcast channels. I honestly can't completely remember what happened and how that all happened, but I know that it had to do with wanting to make sure everybody got to hear the holiday video and things got a little out of order, and then there's some videos I can't upload here because they're all visual, so basically I'm just trying to pick up where I left off and go in order at this point. But once again, if you ever want to watch the live stream, uh, you can just go to the link in the show description, subscribe, and you'll get reminded about upcoming shows. They're on YouTube, if I didn't say that already. And don't forget, I do free mini animal communication consultations on furry Thursdays, which take place on Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So, okay, enough of that. Thank you for watching, and if you do enjoy this show, which I hope you do, please leave a positive review or five stars or whatever you can do wherever you're listening. It is greatly appreciated, more than you know, and it's really just how this show is ever going to succeed which it's kind of crawling around out there in the the interwebs, but, you know, we're doing the best we can. All right, thanks so much. Hi there, welcome to the Animal Intuitive Show. Tonight I have a little bit of a bonus lesson for you, but also if you're here to have me talk with your pets, we're going to be doing that too, so sit tight. Come on, all you doggies, won't you walk with me? I'm a puppet, 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 puppet dog. Hi, this is the Animal Intuitive and Angela Webb. And as I mentioned tonight, I have a little bit of a lesson for you. This is actually going to be just sort of a brief, quick key point that is for expert animal communicators. But the really cool thing about it is that it's sort of such a foundational point, anybody can use it. So the Animal Intuitive show, if you haven't been here before, is about animal communication. Um, We also talk about natural pet care, and we have interviews with experts in the field of animal care and advocacy. If you're new here, I really do appreciate you coming for the first time, and if you've been here before, thank you so much for coming back. Um, And I do do live animal communication on these furry Thursday, Thursday night shows. So if you are in the chat and you would like me to talk to your pet, Just put a note there, put a comment, and let me know. And also just, you know, check in, let me know you're here in the chat, just to say hi, I like to know who's here. Um, And and we'll get started soon. And also, you know, if you're new here, please do subscribe and hit the, the bell, because the bell is supposed to notify you when the show is coming. It doesn't always do that, but that's the hope we have. And, you know, hopefully you'll be, you'll know that we're gonna be on Sometimes we're not even on Thursday nights. There'll be like a bonus show or something like that. So in any case, subscribing really helps the show out and it helps the algorithm. So does liking it if you care to do that and sharing it. So on with the show. Uh, Let me make sure I can see my comments though. I just want to make sure I can see you. 
those who are in the chat. Okay, yes, my comments are open. Okay. So if I don't see anybody so far, I know sometimes what happens is I start out and people kind of come in slower, so I don't have anyone right away I see that wants me to talk to their pets. But as I'm talking, if you're here, um, feel free just to let me know that. If you have questions or comments, anything, please pop into the chat and let me know. Or if you're watching the replay, feel free to put comments in the comment section. I love to, to interact with you and answer your questions or just hear from you. So that being said, uh, <laughs> the lesson that I have today is going to be about um, interacting with your pet and checking in with them. Um, one of the key components of animal communication is to make sure that we are really coming kind of back around and making sure that we understand what our pets are, are thinking and what they're feeling and that we're not just sort of checking in and then, okay, this is who you are, this is what you have to say, and now I've got it. This is your personality, and now we're just gonna move on. Something that sometimes gets forgotten is that, just like in any relationship, we need to keep checking in with our pets. Um, we need to understand that they're just like us, where they have evolving thoughts, they have evolving feelings, things change in your world and therefore in their world, and so they may change their opinion about something and they may change their feelings about something. So I was recently reminded of this because we have a new kitty in our lives, uh, Giovanna. And I actually thought I had a picture of her right here. I have a video I'm going to play for you. Um, I'm actually just going to play you. I think I might have showed this picture possibly in another video, but this is... Giovanna and my cat Gracie, who have been playing a lot and having a lot of fun, but let me just bring that up. And by the way, don't forget, if I am talking to an animal, I like to remind people that I can, you can always fast forward if I'm listening to a pet when I'm doing animal communication. Um, just fast forward, hit that little, you know, your forward button and that is Giovanna and she's on a little thing playing with my cat Gracie to the left that you can't really see that well. So I just wanted to show you who that is. So Giovanna's new in our lives. She's been with us, I want to say now six weeks or so. I'm not even sure at this point, but, um, I was reminded of this really important Thing about making sure we check in with our pets because having this new little animal in my life um, I need to be checking in with her and I, I was reminded of that because she recently kind of had a little bit of an evolution in her relationship with me and it really was just in the past few days where we're, you're just kind of going along and, you know, you have a new pet in your life and you're sort of making sure that they're comfortable and you're dealing with the dynamics of different, um, you know, pets in the home. And, you know, you kind of get used to like, okay, this is how things are going to go now. And then, you know, you forget to check in and just see how they're feeling because you're like, okay, things are going okay at some point, hopefully. Um, 
And then, you know, I picked her up and I, I just kind of looked at her and I felt like, let me just do a little check in with her. And she had evolved. I felt like her feelings toward me had changed. She had gone into a different sort of level of trust with me. And I don't think that it was something that you could observe. It was something that if I hadn't really checked in with her, I might have like blown past it and not noticed that we'd evolved in our relationship, so to speak. So I wanted to talk about that because it actually came up today too when I was with my kid, with my, my cat, my dog, uh, Cheyenne. I'm going to pause this for a second, actually. Um, Cheyenne and I were outside and she, <laughs> she is uh, a dog who, of course, I've been communicating with her since she was 10 weeks old, which is when I got her eight years ago. Um, I actually adopted her a few weeks after my dog Nisha passed away. It's a long story. Don't come for me that she was, she was, she was like a foster rescue. I know she was a puppy and all that. And you know, sometimes people think, well, you should get an older dog. But at that point in time, I needed to get this dog and I saw her online and I adopted her. So she's been in my life almost her entire life. And so she is very much used to being consulted in, in how she feels and what she thinks. Um, she, she has, she's quite opinionated, I guess is what I'm saying. And she doesn't, you know, when you, when you communicate with animals, the more that you communicate with them, the more they start to evolve again, using that word in how much they're, it's almost like, they begin to tap in more themselves into their own feelings and their own thoughts. It's almost like they become more aware and they're better able to then share that with you. And, you know, as I've, I've said this many times, I always say this, I think anybody who wants to communicate with animals can communicate with animals. Um, and thank you. She is beautiful. Thank you. Good night, Owl. I appreciate her. She is a gorgeous girl. Um, nice to see you here tonight. Thank you for being here. Um, so Cheyenne is quite opinionated, for lack of a, way, a better way to put it. I hope this isn't offending anybody who might be watching, but I feel like I somehow managed, I'm from upstate New York, but I somehow managed to raise a, a Jersey girl. Like she knows that she, <laughs> I hope no one takes that the wrong way. Um, but if you're from, you, you know what I mean? Uh, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just saying that she, you know, she kind of, you know, she doesn't pump her own gas. That's kind of the, the, the thing you see here in New Jersey, because you, do, you don't pump your own gas here, which I found out when I moved here from New York State. Um, she knows how to get what she wants, and she gets it. And she, as you can see here, wants to be lying in this dirt, and I wanted her to come inside. I actually, this was today, and I had work to do. And I'm actually trying to put together something for everybody that is a way that you can learn to talk to animals and it's a little bit more um, of an intro course. 
So I have more, I, I do have level one classes, but they're a little bit more extensive. They're five weeks long. I have group and private classes, but um, this is going to be more of an intro that's available to more people. It's going to be, you know, more affordable um, entry level kind of a thing. So I'm working on that and I was in the middle of working on it and she wanted to be outside. That's a very good way to put it. Sweet, but sassy is perfect. Uh, that's her. She's very sweet, but very sassy. Um, that's like ideal. So perfect way to put it. So <laughs> she, um, I'm just going to fix this little glitch here. She wants to be outside. She loves to be outside. And she went right over and as we were going inside, dug this hole. So this is her lying in a little hole that she dug and she didn't want to come inside. And so there's like these two schools of thought, you know, you have the, the school of thought that with animals, dogs, you, you know, you need them to do what you say, like, especially when you're outside. And of course there's like a safety thing about that. You do want them to do what you say because you don't want them to get hurt. So if, you know, your dog doesn't know recall, um, that can be a real issue. Um, no, <laughs> naughty, but nice. Exactly. Right. Um, so that's her. This is totally her. Um, so <laughs> she, I think that it's important to do both. I, I really do. I think that, um, you know, it really is important to train your pets and to, you know, make sure that they respond to you and that it's for their own safety. And I think that dog training really has its place. Good dog trainers really, we need them in the world. Um, but we also need to be able to communicate with them and discuss things with them and talk about things. I felt like this was a moment where I needed to stop for a second and not just tell her what to do. Because the thing is, is that I've been working on this project pretty intensely and she wasn't going to get to go as for as long as a walk. She got to go for a nice long morning walk, but she wasn't going to get her afternoon walk and she was feeling disappointed and I, <laughs> I, I kind of felt bad. So I wanted to let her know why I, I wanted to show her that respect. So I think it's important to do both. You can, you know, give them the respect that they, that they, I feel deserve as sentient beings. And you can explain things to them while at the same time, you know, making sure that they're safe. So in this situation, she was not unsafe. I did not need her to just do immediately what I needed her to do. So in this video, I'll show you, um, I decided to say things out loud and you don't have to say things out loud when you're communicating with animals. That's what telepathy is. It's not using, you know, it's using your senses to communicate and you don't have to speak verbally. But I knew as I was recording it, I thought to myself, this is a really good lesson opportunity. So I'm going to speak this so people can kind of hear what I'm doing. And I'm sorry, there's like a buzzing. Some of the equipment around is like making some sounds are being made that I unfortunately can't um, do much about. They kind of pop in and out. Hey. So there she is. Cheyenne. I know you want to stay there. I know. So it's not going too well as far as me <laughs> um, c 
communicating with her and getting her to do what I want her to do. But I'm feeling like I'm gonna give her this opportunity. I'm gonna be respectful of her, talk to her about it, let her know that I appreciate that she did dig this hole, appreciate that she wants to be out there a little bit longer. I'm, I'm buying her a little time as well. All right, we're gonna have to go in, okay? I know you don't want to, but that's it, you gotta, come on. Okay, so, hi Matt, how are you? Good to see you here tonight. Um, and and good night, Owl also said, I'm so fortunate and I have a, a German Shepherd with excellent recall. We've been together for 11 years since she was eight. Yeah, I could talk your ears off, yeah. I have a German Shepherd too, and you know what? I was running a little late, and I wanted to. I'm gonna see if I could do it while I'm talking, so I don't I don't waste anyone's time. But oh, I did upload it. You know what? There's another video on here. I'm wondering if it got. My husband was helping me. He might not have caught it. My German Shepherd is a little bit different than her. Um, as you probably know, they're a little. Sometimes they're a little bit different. So anyway. Um, I gave her that opportunity um, to think about it, to decide if she was going to just kind of do what I wanted her to do and give her that respect so she knows that I wanted to do that, um, <laughs> give her that opportunity. But it didn't work. Sometimes animal communication doesn't you know, it doesn't go the way that you want it to go. They don't always, they're animals, so they don't always do exactly what you want them to do. Um, and that's Kane. That's my German Shepherd. So that's him. He, while I was talking to her, she, he, he was on, in my other, I was holding him with the other leash, with the leash in my other hand, I'm trying to say. And he was perfectly willing to just go inside. Um, so I dealt with her after, but he, I kind of didn't get a very good video of this, but he, Hey, Oh, that's playing her again. Sorry. Um, yeah. So he went right to the door. <laughs> he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He's a good boy. Um, she's a good girl too. It's just that she needed this right now. So, you know, I'm wondering what you guys think. Do you think that, you know, do you feel like it's a good thing to sometimes give them an opportunity to, you know, have their own thoughts and feelings, even if it's perhaps a time when, you know, some might, their opinion might be that this is not how it should be. You know, this should be a training thing. You know, they shouldn't, they should listen. I'm wondering what everyone else thinks. Um, okay, so you have a question. Did she, did you try asking her a question using inflection in your voice? Do you want to come inside with mommy? Um, I, I'm not sure if I did that because that didn't catch the entire conversation. Um, and I think I, you know, I know she wouldn't have, um, <laughs> I think I know her well enough to know, she, I, so I don't think I did. You know, as I'm thinking about it, that wasn't going to do it with her. Um, so thank you. They, I think they're gorgeous too. 
did you say his name is Kane or Kane? Oh, he's Kane, the German Shepherd, and she's Cheyenne. Yeah. Um, also known as Shy Shy or Shy Shy Baby. Uh, so I don't know. What does everyone think? I'm wondering. And you know, if you're watching later, let me know in the comments. Are you strictly are you strictly like training, or do you think that sometimes it's an opportunity to just have a conversation and and grow a little bit and you know learn about how they feel and what they think? Or do you feel like, you know, you're really in the, the training mode? You feel like it should just be like they, they kind of do the training thing. I'm wondering what people think about that. Um, I'm wondering who's, if you put a one, if you think you should converse sometimes, and a two, if you think it should be training. Let's see what people say. But I, you know, I obviously think that we should converse with them. I think it's how we grow in our relationships with our pets and we have to take advantage of these opportunities. And so sometimes though, we miss these things and sometimes people find out that they find out about animal communication a lot later in life or in you know, their relationship with their pets. And so uh, you know, we need to forgive ourselves, I would almost say, and talk to them about this, that we may, we may have missed times when we could have um, given them that opportunity. Um, and not focus on the guilt, because what I have found with animal communication is that, through animal communication, is that animals don't want us to just, like, hang on to guilt. They don't, that emotion to them is not something that they, they, they like, it, it doesn't work for them very well. You know, animals don't want to, to hang on to the past. They don't tend to want to focus on, you know, I, I don't like to put emotions in the category of negative or positive. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, so we have to, you know, we don't like to do that. But, you know, I, animals tend to kind of, push away or walk away or go away or repel um, things like anger um, coming from us or extreme um, emotions like extreme sadness um, so guilt would fall into that category so it's important when we're dealing with them to honor them and respect them and just say, you know, I am sorry for maybe missing this these times when I could have given you, you know, that that respect. And one way you can do that if you're kind of thinking, well, I can't do that. You know, I can't just I, I haven't communicated with animals. I don't know how to do it. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of ones where people are saying um, and both. Yeah, we, we need to do both communicate and do the training part. I would agree. So. Um, one way to do that, and this is my tip, and it's so simple, is to just sit with them, turn off any sound, you know, turn off the music, the TV, YouTube, anything, and be with them. Put your hands, you know, pet them, hold their paw, or, you know, um, you know, just pet them, put your hand on their side, and look into their eyes, as cheesy as it sounds, you know, look into their eyes and say what you have to say, either out loud or you can just say it in your mind 
and trust that they're going to hear you because that's how animals communicate actually is through tele it's telepathically so they're picking up on so much even if you feel like they're not animals pick up on so much more than people realize so do you converse or work with cats oh certainly yeah mm -hmm. i think maybe you miss me i had my my giovanna up my kitty cat um yeah definitely so all animals we can communicate with uh we can communicate with bugs with fish with you know lizards um wild animals horses you know it doesn't matter we can communicate with all animals yeah absolutely um so it's really just about trusting that the animals know how to do this and that they've been doing it for maybe a lot longer than you know we've consciously been doing it and just trusting and letting the animal understand what you're trying to say to them and really looking them in the eye though that's the thing when you intentionally want to convey that information to them and see what happens you will likely feel something I have to tell you just go with it and just kind of watch how you feel and watch if there's a change in anything that they do it might be a behavior in that moment and it might be something that they do later it's kind of like you have to suspend your disbelief like when you're watching a movie and you you know it's something really outrageous and you have to just sort of like and you you get into the movie because you you set aside your um you suspend your disbelief and so if you're new to this you need to do that in order to allow yourself to begin to really be able to communicate with animals because you need to be able to be confirmed but you know you need to be able to see where when you've communicated with your pet that something has shifted so you have to give it time though and sometimes it doesn't happen automatically you may very well notice something though right in that moment right when you do that communication with them especially if you're taking a moment to be very quiet with them um, you know taking advantage of that opportunity to be silent um, and not have that noise around you you're more likely gonna pick up on something but even if that doesn't happen in that moment don't worry about it let it go and see if something changes in their behavior and that's exactly what I've noticed with Giovanna my cat that it, you know initially she was sort of like you know we had to earn her trust she wasn't just gonna come in here and automatically trust us um, you know that I guess happened sometimes but this wasn't gonna happen automatically with this cat so and I don't blame her so she needed to to see about us see if we were gonna be you know able to take care of her the way she you know deserved to be taken care of and it's evolved and I needed to I needed to be able to watch and wait and to see where okay well maybe she's not ready yet to let me like hold her or you know cuddle her yet but if I have a conversation with her about how she's staying here 
um, which I needed to do, I realized the other day, I, I needed to make sure that she understood that she was staying and I hadn't, I hadn't done that since she first came. And so when I took a moment and thought about that and I let her know that I also saw a shift in the way that she was interacting with me and, and just in our, in, in our home with the other animals, with me, more with me actually than, you know, the other animals, they just sort of like find their flow, but she's definitely been, been warmer. She's been more, um, um, likely to let me like pick her up and hold her for a longer length of time. So let me just see what everyone has to say. Um, uh, yeah. So you believe about telepathic communication, um, and that animals have the sixth sense, right? Exactly. And we've lost it a lot of the time. Not everyone, right? Exactly. Not everyone. And you know, it's, it's just sort of like uh, forgotten but not gone. Um, so it's there. It's just a matter of, of tapping into it. Um, and I believe, yeah, exactly. Everyone can do it. I know. Thank you to Seeking the Truth with Dave for, for bringing you here too. He's great. If you like true crime, I always, you know, go back to this. If you like true crime, go to Seeking the Truth with Dave. He does um, some really good good stuff, especially with a certain case, the Watts case. Um, so he actually sent a lot of people over here. I've noticed a lot of true crime people like animals. I'm a true crime lover. So I um, have a show actually that my husband and I are going to be starting soon. And I'm glad that came up because I want to get people's opinions about this. I've put out a couple of posts and I've gotten likes, but I haven't gotten the input that I'm actually seeking. I want to know if people feel like um, with this, we're going to be doing a channel. I think I finished my lesson first of all, before I go off into another tangent, I tend to do that. That's, that's pretty much it. And I'll go on to this next thing in a second. You know, basically it's just doing this, taking a moment with your pets. This does not have to take up a lot of time and then watching and waiting. Another good thing is to journal and to keep notes. Um, and I, as I mentioned, I'm going to have this new course coming out that's that's an intro level kind of a thing. It's going to be more affordable for people. Um, so as soon as I can get that out, I will have it out. I'm just kind of like I'm hitting every hurdle, you know, with it, which is always the case. It's always when something's worth doing, you hit hurdles. So hopefully it'll be out soon, hoping before Christmas and maybe it'll make a nice gift for people. But if not, maybe you can get it for yourself or post-Christmas or something, I don't know, or post Hanukkah, whatever, I don't know, whatever you happen to be celebrating, or if you're even not celebrating and it's just the new year and you want to get something to, to start new and learn something, but I'll let you know about that. So the other thing I just wanted to mention is this new show my husband and I are doing, again, hitting hurdles. It's mostly time. My husband's very busy. He's not home like I am. I do, you know, a lot of work in, in home he's a contractor so he's out a lot but we are going to be doing these episodes where he is going to be teaching people how to do projects around the house and we're also going to be doing a true crime um, case that we're going to go over and we're going to try to focus on pet related true crime cases so things that have you know just cases that involve animals in some way shape or form and it can take on a lot of different 
different forms. Um, but what I'm trying to find out from people is if they want me to start a new channel because not everybody I realize is into true crime who came to this channel. So I don't know if you're going to be annoyed that you're getting, you know, things popping up saying that I'm doing, you know, Hey, we have a new episode. It's true crime. And my husband's showing you how to make something. Um, and the only thing about animals is that it's something with the case. However, I, I could also add an aspect of, um, what I might do in an animal communication scenario with the animal in this, in the case. So I could talk about, you know, how I might help the animal heal, perhaps if they had lost somebody to a crime or how I might communicate with them to find out what they witnessed or, um, you know, what, I don't know, just different things like that, how to help the animal post crime or, you know, just different things that I will think of later when, you know, but I'm wondering what people think about that, if this should be kept on this channel or if they would appreciate it if it was just put somewhere else and you're here for what you're here for and that's something else and if you want to subscribe to that channel you will. Um, so I hope to hear people's input about that in the comments. Um, so yeah and that's it with animal communication if you don't use it you lose it. It's exactly it's exactly it. It's really important to practice it. Um, Oh, did she, <laughs> did she ever go inside? So I had to bring her inside. She didn't, <laughs> I will admit, she did not just do what I said in that scenario. I had to tell her, we're going to go inside now. And I had to, you know, bring her inside. So, you know, that's Cheyenne too. She's going to do what she wants to do. Um, th that's that's kind of Cheyenne. Um, that's just her personality. I think she would have been like that with me or without me on some level, but you know, my husband thinks she's spoiled, but that's a whole nother, another thing. They're all spoiled, right? We love them. You know, if we love them, we're probably spoiling them a little bit and they should be spoiled a little bit, I think. So. I hope that this has been helpful. I know this was a little bit short. I don't see anybody asking for animal communication tonight. I'm not seeing anything in the um, chat. So um, as a reminder, if you do want me to talk with your pet, you can always contact me ahead of time too and send over. I, like, I do like to have pictures. <coughs> I think people appreciate seeing an animal. So, or you can be on you know video and I could do that live while we're on the show if you're um if you have your iphone or any phone you can have that on your pet while we're i have a link i can send you in the chat so um you know you 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 can have me talk with your pet live on the show or let me know ahead of time that you want to do it and if you don't want to do it like that you could send me a picture or we could not have a picture but, you know just reminding you that i'm here um, for that and also think of that if you're involved with fosters or shelters um, because I'm happy to help in that situation with helping them you know with those animals that are in those situations and might benefit from having me talk with them about what they've been through or what they're going through or just kind of trying to figure out what kind of home they might be interested in um, their likes their dislikes 
Oh, so you have a question about your um, previous behavior interpretation of your cats. Okay. Um, so tell me your, I'm just, you, you can, what, what would you prefer? Do you want me to um, bring you up and send you the link? It's, or would you prefer to do it in the chat? I don't want to put you on the spot. Um, you can also put your phone on your cats if you want. Just let me know what you're most comfortable with, owl. <laughs> Yes, go right ahead and ask. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering if you want to, I know there's a little bit of a delay. I'm just wondering if you want to be live or if you want to just do this through chat. Yeah, I'm going to take a sip of this. Oh, shy for a link. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Um, okay, so what's your question? Why don't you just post your question in the cat or the chat? <laughs> and we'll go from there. And while she's posting that question, um, yeah, just share this with you if you know any fosters or any organizations you volunteer for because I'm happy to help. And um, You know, we can do that on one of our nights. A few months ago, one of my cats born with a terminal illness. Oh, she wasn't supposed to live past six months, but she lived to be, oh, I, at first I thought that said 35 years, 3.5 years. Okay. So you, did she just... I'm sorry, did she just pass or she's still alive and she's 3.5? She just, okay, lived, so I guess she just passed. And what would be your question? Oh, okay, she passed away in my arms in the early hours in April. And this would be a moment if you're watching and you wanna just fast forward and replay. Because I know people sometimes get bored waiting. I also do timestamps too, to try to help with that. Cause this is just the kind of show this is that there's not a lot of shows that have this little problem with silence. It's kind of unique to this format. So I try to do my little timestamps so people can see in the replay to where they can go ahead. Okay, so they definitely noticed a shift. They understood that there was a change that she left her physical body. The feeling I have is this has to do with the leaving the physical body and the lightness is what I'm getting. Sometimes things are like not interpreted exactly into how we would say them in English. So I have to find a way to say it. So the, the vibe or the feeling I get from them is that they felt the shift from leaving a physical body that was burdensome to getting out of that and so they felt that lightness and they began to um move around because of it i don't feel like they were celebrating per se like 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 
great. She's gone. I don't mean it like not in that way, not in a negative way. Um, I see. Yeah, it hurt my feelings. But am I the one who's misinterpreting? Um, I, I don't think that they, yeah, they didn't mean it in a negative way. It, fe it feels to me like they felt her, her lightness is the only way that I can put it. So it was a celebration might not be the word like in, the, in human language might not fit exactly. Um, does that make sense? Let me know. It, it's more of like an understanding on a physical and spiritual level. All girls, by the way, my poor husband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my husband's had that abundance of female animals too. But does that make sense that it, it's not like a literal, oh, good, she's gone or anything like that. It's just a feeling they felt of lightness change a shift in energy maybe that's a better way to put it I'm not sure if I already said that but you know they can't they, they they can sometimes but they don't always understand things the way that we or they don't interpret things the way we do always okay yes my husband said they weren't celebrating in a bad way but the release of energy yeah so he 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 had the same vibe yep mm -hmm. yep Yeah, because it's like they don't, I think I might have used good or bad and I didn't, and I want to almost like go back and take that back. They don't necessarily see things as in a situation like this as good or bad. They're more sensing the shift and going with what it feels like. And so to them, it felt better. And so that involved her too, like her leaving that burdensome body. And sometimes like we, you know, probably what was happening for you is that, you know, you're feeling the loss on a, you know, personal level. So it was, you know, you, you were like, Hey, come on guys, like have a little, you know, <laughs> respect here so I can understand that in that moment oh oh you're welcome they're all so sweet so you have five girls is that five girl kitty cats and none of they were all my four my other four cats yeah so you have five girl kitty cats okay yeah and that, that is my feeling too. Like I feel that sweetness. Like they're just, you know, it's like what's going with what feels best. Um, it's hard sometimes for us because we don't, you know, feel the same way. We're upset about loss in a different way sometimes as they are. So it can be difficult to, we have to just sometimes respect like they don't, they just don't see things sometimes the way we do. Um, they don't hang on like we do. They don't mourn loss as long as we do. Usually you'll find the, you'll find sometimes I have some animal clients that I work with that are having like longer term, but it's usually they, they kind of, they're able to move on quicker. 
Oh, four cats, one German Shepherd, and a bunny. Fun. <laughs> I love German Shepherds. Um, well, maybe one day, if you're feeling comfortable, you can maybe use a picture, and I can talk to your German Shepherd or your bunny or one of your kitties if you don't want to come on. And and like I mentioned, if anybody ever wants me to talk to their animals, and you know, you can always just put the phone toward your pet. You don't have to be on. You can just, you know, you click the link here, and then um, when you do that, just flip your phone and put the, the camera right on your pet. So, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I think that's why I don't, you know, when I started this kind of like a lot of people are, I know, struggling financially in the past few years. And I thought, well, I can help people out by doing a free night of animal communication and I kind of thought I was going to have more people wanting to take part in it and I haven't had as many <laughs> and I I think that part of what it is is that people think they do feel shy about it they're not maybe understanding that they don't have to be on camera and um also, people don't realize, like, I'm not going to ask questions that they don't want me to ask. You know, it, it doesn't always have to be heavy duty. You know, it can just be fun. It can just be like talking about likes, dislikes, you know, personality stuff. Um, so I think it's just taking some time to get out there that this is like a fun thing. Not, you know, doesn't, it, we can talk about more serious stuff, but, um, and people don't have to be on it. So, you know, share, let people know about it because I'm here every Thursday. There are some shows that I'm doing where I don't do the live communication if I'm doing an interview or a longer, like, demonstration or something like that. But um, I'm here. So, um, all right. Well, I really appreciate everybody being here tonight. And I will, you know, be looking for your comments. And thank you so much, everybody. And... You know, that's it. Have, have a good evening and or day wherever you are. And, and God bless. Isn't it neat that I'm not just one breed of doggy, but lots of breeds? My mama says that makes me extra special. I'm Misha Me, Misha Moo. Moo. I'm a chow chow. Chow chow chow. I'm a chow chow. Chow chow chow. My mama is a chow chow and my daddy is a little bit Sure.